I was thinking about this the other day, man. At the end of the day, what it what it boils down to, you got two dogs in you. Oh, here we go. Yes. You got you know you got your you got that fleshly dog and you got that spiritual dog. Which one are you gonna feed? Because mm. whichever one you feed is the one you get. Straight. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to the Roommates Channel. Chris, the star of the show here. And I am excited to bring back a, a legend. You know what I mean? One of the original roommates. People have been asking, where has he been? You know what I mean? I decided, you know what? It's time to bring this man back. So without further ado, one of my best friends, welcome back, Mr. Khalil Trent, baby. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Man, it feels good to be back. 50 grand. It feels good to be back. Them season one people, they 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 know, man. They, they, they know. They there. Man, we had some oof, some episodes. Oh, <laughs> bro. I mean, the heartbreak episode was was legendary. Uh, oh, I think yeah. that was what, episode 17, 19, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, man, we did a couple live shows um, together as well, bro. I mean. I mean, yeah, the, our first live show was legendary. Was <laughs> crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets, we came a long came way. Y'all came a long way, bro. We definitely did, man. <laughs> we, um, were just, we were just trying to figure it out. We absolutely. Didn't know we didn't know what we were doing. You know what I mean? We didn't even know what a podcast was, but, you know, six years later. Dang, that's true. Did not six, know what a podcast bro, was. Bro, it's been six years, bro. That's a long time. It's a long time, bro. Yeah, man, y'all been doing this for a good minute. For a good, good minute. So, Crazy. man, for for those that, um, that don't know you, just give you a, a small 30-second elevated pitch about yourself little right. background history on on you know what the roommates was meant to you all those good things and jazzy jazz okay cool cool my name is uh khalil trent uh you know born in camden new jersey here we go <laughs> you know i, said, I gotta represent i got you bro. i ain't from texas but I, but I love it here i said i love houston I but uh now nah, i'm a accountant by nature Currently work for Toshiba. Yeah. But, you know, I'm always taking offers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, the check is right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, man, the roommates would have meant to me. Uh, I must say it was just, man, uh, I, the original concept for me was just reaching out to other people. We just about having conversations, bringing the conversations we were having in private to the, to the light. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just, like, other people got to be thinking about this. Like, you know. And what y'all have done, which has been great, man, uh, one of the original things I remember saying is if, if we could throw a, a stone in the water and the ripples could just touch touch some men, yeah. man, mission accomplished. Yeah. And y'all have done just that. So, Man, appreciate it, man. I think one of the fun things that, uh, you know, I want to do is really kind of like, you know, we're, we're you know, I, I would say I feel I'm not age-wise, I'm not in my 30s. <laughs> But mentally, I feel like in my 30s. Yeah, yeah. And just looking back, you know, and just kind of seeing, you know, some of the lessons that we that that we learned, the mistakes that we made, mm. I think it'd be really cool to kind of just go back and kind of like, you know, back and forth of just some of the things that we have learned in the last six years as Woo. men. As you men. know, as men. You know, men in our 30s and, you know, most of the people that are listening to us, it's in in our same age range, usually twenty two to thirty five. But usually, you get some high schoolers that I didn't know that be listening to us like oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's so hey, it's amen. a lot of young amen. men that are listening to us, <laughs> yeah. and I think it would be really cool to really kind of just go back and just like just reflect on the things that we learned, so we can kind of share mm. exactly you know 
like what not to do. Learn from our mistakes and use that wisdom and discernment and apply those things to your life, man. So what is some like if one of the man. first thing off the top of your head that you feel like, man, looking back, like that that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shacking up. Oh, my oh God. man, let's talk about it. Let's talk about shacking it. up. So, so you Dang, believe? Was it, that long? it was long enough. Yeah, hey, brother, it was long enough. So, <laughs> so do you believe? Um, you know, first, give me your original thought of what you meant by shacking up, living with man, a, another woman, living with a woman before you've made a commitment to her. Man, uh, it was and, just it was just such an experience. <laughs> like, you know, you know each other. But you don't know each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it, I just wouldn't do it again. And not without a ring on her finger. She gotta be. We gotta be engaged at the least. At that time, but when like when y'all were dating, courting each other, what was some of those feelings and emotions and those reasons why you decided to make that decision into Man, shacking up and living with her? Bump emotions. I thought it would be financially smart. <laughs> At the time, I was a struggling college student. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, based off everything, she was using my car all the time. Yeah. And so she was, it, for her, it was like, I could either get a car or I could pay Cullen rent. I was like, you already be over my house all the time. So I said, get the car because I'm tired of using mine. <laughs> at the time, that was logical to me. Yeah. yeah. That made sense. I didn't know no better. <laughs> You know what I mean? That made sense in my head. Yeah. Like I'm tired of her using my car. Come get go get that car. We can we can live together. I'm living off campus. We about to get this two two. Yeah. Yeah, you know, me like we can be one big happy family. There was nothing happy about that house. <laughs> it was it, man, when they say happy life, happy woman, happy life, they mean it. it yeah. And wasn't no wife in it. So So like so <laughs> So you wouldn't recommend the these young men to move in with a woman that they're dating absolutely not it's just man it's just you you making marriage decisions without the commitment mm. and you don't realize it until you in it and then even at her as the woman she starts feeling that pressure of like i'm doing all these wife things mm. but you know i'm just a girlfriend and you know you ain't even made this level of commitment to me. And then for some women, and even for me at the time, you know, it being immature, not understanding my emotions and feelings, you know, it's like the grass be looking greener. Yeah. And I ain't make no commitment to you. So like that, that type of commitment to you, you know, when you ignorant, you do ignorant things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it's just like um, you just. You, it's it's such a a level of maturity that's needed to, to maturity and commitment. I, I can't express the commitment enough that's needed for you to make the decision to live together, mm. and it should not be done outside of marriage. It, it just shouldn't, mm. it, uh, because you need to, even you as the man you. Don't be giving away husband duties at boyfriend prices mm. or less. Some of y'all giving it out here for less. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You just shouldn't you shouldn't be paying for somebody rent. You should you know, they car. I mean, man, if you if you you know, if you love her, help her out, I get it. Yeah. But don't don't get to the point where it's like, man, I'm taking over and I'm basically I'm committed to you without saying I'm committed to you. And it's like that just causes so much emotional damage for both you and her down the road because if it doesn't work out Man, you gotta really, man. You gotta take some time off and really heal from that. And too often, especially as men, 
we don't take that time off to address our feelings and emotions, which I would say that's like the next biggest thing I learned is just how to be vulnerable, how mm. to understand my feelings. And, and it's and it's so crazy because it's like, dang, man, I'm 30 years old, still trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? What what those what my different emotions are because you know I didn't. It's something I didn't understand in my early 20s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't understand like, oh, I'm feeling this because of this. Oh, I'm feeling less than because, shoot, I'm, I'm still in college broke, but she didn't graduate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got a job. She bringing in money. So it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like all those hits to the, you know, to the ego. You know what I mean? And just, just learning how to be selfless mm. in that aspect, right? Because when you're young, you know, you think you're doing things right. You think you're making smart decisions. You think you're coming from a good place. But what Jesus tell you is not. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, truth is you're not. Because, you you know, you ain't even made that level of commitment. Hey, you ain't even made that level of commitment to yourself. Mm, that boy, boy preaching, man. <laughs> it, man, I, I, I definitely second you on the shacking up part and moving in with a woman pre-marriage. Um, you know, my reasonings were a little bit different, you know what I mean? Uh, she was out of state, so I thought it made sense, mm. you know, if, you know, like, hey, that's the it, next step. If you come, come off logical. Come on, come on, come on, come on down. It yeah, makes it, sense. In your mind, you're like, this makes sense. This makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. And I think that's like the, um, like, yeah, it was, it, plus, you know, I felt like we were in a good spot. Yeah. And, you know, when we were together, things were amazing. And yeah. when we were apart, um, it was it was hard, and I knew we wanted to kind of take that step forward. Right. I wasn't ready, you know, for exactly the experience that was coming up in, and you know, it kind of rocked my world in a little bit. And I think that you know, one one thing I learned as men that we create the environment. Yeah. And that's something that I necessarily did understand until I moved in with her yeah. and creating that environment, you know, Man. especially a safe environment, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like an environment where they feel protected, you know, they feel like they can, you know, let their guard down. Um, and you, and you do things unintentionally to really kind of like, you know, stir those emotions up. Mm. And now it's like, you know, they feel however they feel and you're and you're kind of to blame to that. And I'm just like, I wasn't ready for that. And then also just kind of just like the importance of space. Mm -hmm. You know, especially like at that time, just doing content at home and she working at home, you know, I think being around each other a lot also didn't help it either. But I think it goes back down to just doing it before marriage. Like you're yeah. you're you're moving in together, you're doing all the things that a married couple do without mm. the commitment and i think the lack of commitment part really stirs up the woman's side of the brain oh. and you know that that Man. just causes a lot of stress <laughs> especially especially it my big one of the other biggest parts of the shacking up that like i didn't even think to calculate was other people not because it wasn't just me and her it was me her and two other and another couple oh no so when you combination for you add emotions and she, i didn't I, you know i didn't plan for her not liking another woman <laughs> i didn't you can't plan for that in my mind one big happy family no that didn't happen at all yeah <laughs> she did not like her oh and man it showed and yeah. she was mad every day and look in my part my uh naive tale didn't know how to read it like 
just frustration at me. I'm like, man, what you what you mad about? I'm, I'm doing what I can here. I'm working two jobs. I'm in school. I'm failing. Dang that bit. What what do you want me to do? <laughs> but yeah, no, even like, man, what you said, like talking about a woman's emotions. Uh even I was talking to a, a friend recently. Uh, uh she's younger. She's I think she's like 20. And and I and I work with her, like, you know, some of my little side hustles. And she was talking about her and her boyfriend living together. Mm. And she was just stressed because she just, you know, and, and they had been dating for a while from my understanding, definitely since high school. And so she was just talking and I was like, man, I said, you know, the same thing here, like just from my experience, it, as long as you keep putting yourself in a married situation, you're going to feel marriage stress. You're going to feel that marriage stress because now you looking at this person like, I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm doing all this, but you still, you know, you're not motivated, right? You know, and you looking at this and it's like, why am I, you know, women, they, they, they question something in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, like, man, you ain't even said, you know, we didn't talk about being married and quite frankly, and then on top of that, she wasn't even, she wasn't even ready to be married herself. So it's just like, so she even more stressed. Yeah. It's, it's stressful. When you put yourself in that situation at the time when you first think of it, it's like, oh, this sounds good. Let's, let's, you know, it might be easier on us financially. Yeah. You know, it'll close the gap, you know, because our schedules are different. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then what you realize is the other person's bad habits. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> yes, yes. And you kind of see, you know, their guard lets down. You start seeing some of the flaws and some of the things they need to improve at and get better at. But that situation does create a mini marriage yeah and those mini marriages you know it just it creates a a i would say a situation mm -hmm. that you're necessarily not prepared for because you're kind of one foot in one foot out you don't have yeah. the full commitment and the covenant exactly. but yet you are committed because you are living together so it's 100%. like it, it creates this this kind of double-mindedness this lukewarm one foot in one foot out situation where it's not you know it's not a guarantee, yep. but you are committed at the same time. Yeah. So it just it's just weird. I think it creates an imbalance, and you have this ability to, to have a rocky situation and rocky relationship, kind of like the stock market, just up and down, up and yeah. down. And it, just, it, it goes up and down day to day based <laughs> on just oh, random man. stuff. You never know what happened. Oh, you had a bad day at work today? <laughs> you okay? <laughs> you, you're, you're struggling with that. And, you know, and it's just that simple. Just like you said, like, at the end of the day, it's like, when 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 things go wrong and you haven't made that commitment of marriage right, you know that it's so easy to be like, man, I can leave. Mm -hmm. When you marry, you can't you can't just be like, I can leave. You got to think real hard. There you go. Yeah, there, <laughs> you there's think, consequences. There's to consequences. That. To yes, it. The consequences. Yes. You know, the cost is a lot bigger for yes. leaving a marriage. Yes. But when you just dating, you know, you just like, man, I can leave right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, nah, nah, nah. nah. See, you you put yourself in a situation where you can't just leave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you in this lease together. Mm. Now you got financial mingles right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Depending on who got a car, maybe some people don't have, you know, if you both ain't driving. You know what I'm saying? It, it, all these different things. Oh, man, we got one set of furniture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. yeah. That be the one where you got to worry, like, who get what? Who get what? Like, like <laughs> when you and you not married, ain't no legal system to be able to, like, hey, man, y'all got to sort that out for yourselves. Yeah. Yep. It ain't fun. Nah, nah, not at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then even even on top of that, legal system-wise, you live together long enough in Texas, 
Yeah. It's almost like you married. Yeah. And now you frustrated because you like, I ain't married her. <laughs> Why? How she? What you mean she got a right to this? Yeah, yeah. I ain't marry him. He can take that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, you know, even without just understanding that, man, don't even get me started biblically. It's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there yeah, with that. I think, I think also when you move in, uh, it creates this added pressure yeah. to actually move forward in the relationship because mm-hmm. it's like we're already here. Quicker. And it's just like, it's just like the hourglass just flip. Yep. And it's just like some some hourglass, some women last longer than others. Some don't. So it's like it, it flipped and now you got the, the time is ticking to where it's like, where's the where's the where's the ring? Let somebody lose a job. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Let somebody lose a job and then where the ring at. <laughs> no, man. It, yeah, it, it just creates this um this just this environment where it's not there's not stability and there's not a yeah. solid commitment and i think you just building something on rocky soil Rock, and, and it's like you're like you think you have um a solid foundation because you know when y'all were not living together the mm-hmm. dates were going good the feelings and emotion was there it seemed like you all were aligning with purpose and missions and values but then when you move in without the covenant commitment and marriage vows then it's kind of like I'm giving myself, you know, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, and in mm-hmm. all of those areas, and it all could go the waste randomly because this person can decide to leave me without because I don't have a, you know, I don't have a marriage with this person. And I think that as young men, it's best to wait until, you know, you are married and you committed to actually move in. I know one person that were dating the entire time mm-hmm. and, you know, even got engaged. Mm-hmm. And even during the engagement, they didn't move in. This girl, this woman, she didn't move in until after the marriage was completed. Yeah. And their relationship, you know, in the beginning, you know, it was an adjustment. They had to figure out how to really live together, cohabitate together, adjust, you know, serve and love one another. Oh, yeah. But since they knew that they had that commitment and that covenant in the marriage and in the vows, and they understood that God was also a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> their marriage—I mean, their marriage and their relationship—is still going very well and very strong. Yeah. All yeah. the other couples that moved in that I know mm-hmm. that moved in together that lived together—they all are broken up. Oh yeah. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like I seen one couple do it god's way they may not do it perfectly you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. regarding the sex wise yeah, but yeah. work in progress <laughs> work in progress you know what i mean but they didn't move in together and yet they are still married and still in their relationship yeah. is going strong versus the ones that decide to create the mini marriage without the vows are that it's broken and those those people went through a mini divorce yeah and those and those and that mini divorce feels like a real divorce minus like the financial you know consequences oh, yeah. emotionally it does oh man man people don't realize on both sides men and women how the importance of security and feeling secure mm. in your relationship because when when you when that commitment's not there whether you re- and this this is this is the kicker whether you realize it or not it's you feel it mm. you feel it emotionally you feel it spiritually you feel you feel it physically and you know that not having that commitment and like you said even just like 
if we're we're committed to each other, right? We dated, we didn't move until after we were married, right? Now, like, I'm, 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 I'm obligated to figure this out. Yeah. You know what I mean? More so than just like, mm, I'll give it my best try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see I mean? where it goes. We'll see where it goes. We'll reevaluate in six months. Well, you know, and then also I think the biggest thing is, uh, you were saying kicking on it so much, my feelings. Mm. Right? And too many, too often it's like about our emotions. And it's like, man, yeah, you're going to feel things in a marriage. But, you know, you really have to understand that love, the thing that binds you, is not a feeling. Mm. It's a cause of action, right? Uh, man, I think Pastor West said it best. Love is a commitment to fidelity and sacrifice that produces an emotion. There you go. And it's like, you, the, man, he, he worded it so profound. Because at the end of the day, it, it's true. You know, you have to constantly make sacrifices for each other. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was listening to one, uh, the word of the... Uh, one of my, you know, daily U-verse, uh, uh, you know, scripture of the day. And the lady was talking about this. And she said, when her and her husband focus on their own needs, they're, they battle it. Mm. But when you focus on each other's needs, where can I meet them at today? It's like, that's when they're at their best. Yeah. When you're not in a committed relationship, you're not always thinking about that. Even though before you make the marriage commitment, you should already be doing that. Mm-hmm. But you're less likely to because yeah. you're still thinking about yeah, I versus yeah, we. Exactly when you're living together. Yeah, because you're you're just like man, I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not getting what I need. He's like, I'm not getting what I need. Right, and now so now you just you know who got it worse? You playing who got it worse? Yeah, right now and it's like, well, this is how I feel. Well, this is what I feel. You know, and that's where you realize the importance of communication. Yes. And how important communication is. Because I know for me, uh, that's another thing I learned is how to communicate. I didn't know how to communicate because I didn't get I didn't get a chance to like learn that from my parents. You know, it was just, it was tough love. It was just it was short and to the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, you realize that's not communication. <laughs> you can't. You know, that ain't no vulnerable in that. Nah. You know, um, and without having that level of communication and being open and honest with one another, that's just it just adds to that struggle of living together. Facts. So, yeah, I think that's one thing that, that you know, not just only young men, but men of all ages, I wouldn't recommend moving in with a woman um, before marriage. And I think the, the my turn, I feel like one thing I would say that uh, for men <clears> – <throat> They shouldn't get into relationships unless they know their purpose and mission in this world. Yes. Uh, I think if you don't have a purpose or a mission in this world, I think you're going to put your value, your worth, your affirmation, your identity in the wrong areas. And, and, yeah. and suppose, especially the guys that want relationships, they mm. want to be husbands, they want to be fathers. I think they, you know, unintentionally put a lot of, um, I would say, pressure or a lot of... Uh, you know, a lot of their worth and identity and what their woman would say. Yeah. But I think if they have that mission and purpose, which come from God, then, you know, they understand that I have something to live for. Yeah. Something, uh, a problem to stand in the gap for where I can yeah. work towards something. And it's like I have purpose where I can focus on this 
and a woman I could find a woman that could come alongside of that. Yeah. When you don't yeah. have that, you're kind of just searching for, you know, kind of false sense of happiness or yeah. or you know, false sense of idols really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, we can get into um relationships before we know exactly what God is putting us on this earth for. And I think we can, and I think that's going to cause riffraff in a relationship because you're going to put a lot of pressure on her yeah. to kind of make you happy, to uh, to validate you, to uplift you versus one, you need to get that from God. But also, if you know that you have something to work for, something to live towards, yeah. then that can um, help you in, in that process. So <clears throat> that's one thing I learned. Like, I just think <clears throat> that, when I didn't really understand exactly what to do exactly as far as my life, um, you know, it was something that I, wa I wanted women to make me happy or I wanted a woman to make me happy. And if I get her approval mm. and if, if she's happy, then I know I'm doing well yeah. because I always wanted to be a good husband or a good boyfriend or a good fiance, or whatever. And that's where I had to realize that it's like, man, you, you really making her an idol. And yeah. you putting her in a position where God's supposed to be, and she is, you know, not going to be perfect, and she cannot give you your worth and your validation. And I'm fighting and working for towards something that she cannot give me. Right. And I think that's one thing that I had to learn, um, you know, as you know, in my twenties, where it's like, man, I, 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 men really need to understand that. Oh yeah, because the moment. The moment she fails you, your mm. world crumbles. Oh, man. The moment she fails, whatever expectation you got in your mind for what you think she should do, uh, you know what I mean? Like, you're upset. Yeah. Your, your feelings is hurt. And 100% I agree. Like, men have to learn to be content with themselves and understand their godly purpose. Mm. Because without that, we feel so lost. And like you said, we've so many of us have searched for that in women, and we still feel lost. Even even when we get them, it's like, dang, like all right, I got her now, but man, something still ain't right. There's yeah. this there's this itch that I still haven't scratched yet. Yeah. And you know, you know, and that just ties into everything else, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, without without being secure with myself and God and who I am, regardless of whatever my circumstances are, I'm I'm now I'm always tying it back to some woman or something or something else right which leads to our idolatry of that thing and which leads to us feeling that void exactly that i'm not enough like yeah. there's something i'm missing like you know because you always gonna you're always gonna chase and try to achieve right but you know it, the great thing we, we always talk about is is contentment right and contentment is not complacency right because there you go yep. contentment is I'm okay where I'm I'm okay right here and I'm I'm gonna keep grinding right here. When God's ready to elevate me, God, I'm ready. When yeah. you say it's when you say it's time, I'm ready to be elevated. Complacency is God's ready to elevate me, but you know, I don't know, God. You know, this that look kind of scary over there. Yeah. I'm not I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when it comes to men and our emotions and our purpose, it's like having being that can having being content. And knowing our worth in God is so important. It's so vital to our foundation because at the end of the day, we can never find it in a woman. Man, that's big facts because I think with, without it, you know, we're going to search for those things in women. But I think also, 
you know, it's it's a it's a beautiful thing where you can really understand your mission, your purpose, because that would create kind of like your lifestyle yeah. and create your schedule or create, you know, how you want to move. And I think a lot of times, you know, some men will just go to work and kind of just go through the motions, doesn't have that godly purpose that you're talking about. And but they're going out and searching for women and they feel like that's what's going to really make them happy and give them satisfaction versus where it's like, man, no, I know I have I got work. I got my responsibilities I need to take care of. But I also know I have a godly purpose and a godly mission where it's like I can work on this forever. Yeah. You know, I could work on on this for the time being because this is what God wants me to work on. And my my focus is on this. Yeah. And with what I want the young men to understand, once you have that focus, mm. that's only going to make you more attractive. 100 percent. Exactly. That resolve. Yeah. There you go. love to see that. Yes. <laughs> yes. To see you resolve no matter what life bring throws your way. Oh, she loves it. Exactly. Oh, because now because there there's her security. Mm. Right. There's her security in you. Right. Man, my man, no matter what life, what happens, whether for whatever reason we lose everything and got to start over, I know he going to keep trucking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's resolved into that. He's secure in God enough to know that God's got me and I I got the rest. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so they love it. Yeah. You because at the end of the day, you know, they sit there first. Their security does come from God as well. But then. As a man, they also look for that security, that godly security come from you as well, right? Yes. And in, in, in being the headship of the household. Yeah. And not only that, I think including that, like, you will also have the ability to know exactly what woman will fit into your life. Yes. Like, if you don't know, you know, how to have resolve, that mission and that purpose and things like that, how are you going to look for in, in the values and the qualities of a woman oh, when yeah. you don't even know your own kind of mission exactly so it's like that's only going to help with the the process of dating because you know what you're what you're looking for and if you don't know those things then it's only you really just searching like whatever is best temporarily at the moment but it ain't she may not be the best for you long term but you don't even know yourself yeah you don't know what you're on here like what 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 guys put you on this earth for and you kind of just going because this feels right versus like, man, like I know exactly where I'm headed. Yeah. And like I, I got my lifestyle down, I got my schedule down. I'm not going to bend in these things because it's exactly what God wants me to do. And if if she is the one for me, she will fit into my lifestyle versus me not having that foundation and kind of trying to create one with her. And that's where it kind of yeah. that's where the disconnect can get. And I think that also would cause um, the riffraff and the relationships on top of shacking up together. Yeah, it's not even that's not Man. gonna help either. It's not gonna <laughs> help either because you you got you have to be resolved in your in, in what you're doing. You have to be resolved in what you're doing because at the end of the day, uh, <laughs> the woman's gonna look for you to you know to lead her and guide her. And if you're not resolved to it, or or better yet, if you come across a woman. Who basically you you know you have you you have your golly foundation, but she can come into your picture and be like and just mess all that up for you, and you know you lacking that resolve to where she she comes in she's like well this is how I do things and you basically you sway towards that, but man you you're, you you just crumble man mm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you, 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 you were just a you were a hearer of the word, but not a doer. Ooh, whatever. I hear <laughs> you know Mr. What James too. I hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know, you wrapped up in the vines. You yeah, know? yeah, you're yeah. Getting choked out. Yeah, and it's because it, you know you're like, man, she got this, this, and this. Man, she look real good. Yeah. So, man, what compromises am I gonna make for her? No, no, no. You got to be resolved to not make those compromises for her because at the end of the day, you know, like it. She can't lead you. You got to lead her. Facts. And, that, and 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 nine times out of ten, that's she wants you to be able to lead her. Absolutely, man. And I I think this uh this next one runs along right alongside of the guys that's kind of looking for that mission and purpose. And I think this, if you do this practice, which is also very biblical, but I think this can help remove distractions. You can hear God a lot clearer, and I think you can have such self-control that can help you even just in your relationships and that is really abstaining from sex oh man like 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 if you're a young man and you trying to got be out here in these streets i'm letting you know now hot topic <laughs> i'm letting you know now it's 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 waste of time it's wasted energy and you're only going to hurt yourself um you're sinning against your own body and i think it's not it's not going to it's going to be very hard to find your mission and purpose if you are led by yeah. your flesh. Oh yeah, I remember uh, I had this conversation with my little brother. Here we go. And I uh, I told him it was just randomly. I was just like I was just feeling it on my spirit, and I told him I said, "Man, listen, no matter what any look girl, whatever, I don't care how she look, I don't care what she tell you, I don't care what your body telling you, it ain't never worth it." Mm. I said, what you don't realize is don't listen to your little friends. <laughs> they don't know no better. <laughs> uh, what you don't realize is it's like you lose something. Mm. Spiritually, you know, like it, it, whatever, Kim, like you lose. When you give yourself away to people like that, you lose something. Yeah. And it's something you can't ever get back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you gave that person a piece of you that you can never just you can never take back. Yeah. And the more you do that, the 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 tougher it's gonna be later. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Cause you cause you now you struggling you you struggling with the demons that you done created for yourself inside yourself. That's and that's super facts, bro. And I think one 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 thing I love about the Bible is really saying like if you don't have a a mission or purpose or a will. One of, the, one of the things it tells you is to abstain from in, any sexual immorality. That is the will of God. And I think when you do those things, you're using that energy that you have, that pent-up energy, like I understand, and, and you're putting it into a different level of focus. And if you could put it towards God, that's when you can re get that purpose, oh, that yeah. vision, that, that mission, because you're led by the head and not the other head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other head be talking. The other head be talking. <laughs> he, be talking and he be talking nonsense. Yeah, like, shut and, up. <laughs> exactly. And the more uh, the more conversations that you give it, the more that man want to talk. Man, I was thinking about this the other day, man. At the end of the day, what it, what it boils down to, you got two dogs in you. Oh, here we go. Yes. You got, you know, you got your, you got that fleshly dog and you got that spiritual dog. Which one are you going to feed? Because mm. whichever one you feed is the one you're giving strength. <sighs> you know what I mean? And if you, if you feeding that fleshly dog, you know, that, that, that guy's worry becomes quieter and quieter and quieter, gets rougher and rougher. And then that's when that loneliness sets in. That's where that self-doubt sets in. 
that you know that idolatry that security and other things and women and and money and items comes in right but you when you feed that that spiritual dog oh man that, that's a powerful dog oh man <laughs> i mean yeah. that dog gonna he not just gonna fight for you he gonna fight with you yes yes and i and that's and that's one thing that it's huge because I, I think as men, you know, we're taught that, you know, to chase that temporary satisfaction, to, to sleep as many women as possible, to, to you know, go after because we think that it's so good. Yeah. You know, they think that it will make us happy or that, that will, you know, make our life that much better because, you know, women are choosing us. You know, women are opening themselves up to us and it's mm. like we get the ultimate prize but you don't know on the back end what you're sacrificing yeah and i think that the more you indulge in the flesh is the 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 more you're sacrificing what god wants you to do 100%. and i think that's something 100%. that that just looking back on it's like man it was wasted time wasted energy and i felt like man god could have used me even more powerful oh yeah if i was more focused on him versus trying to feed my flesh yeah. and i think that's something where we don't talk about it enough but it's kind of like man it's it's a it's a a it's something that needs to be said and mentioned because I think we can have more leaders and more masculine men that yes. have, you know, purpose and vision and something to live for because they're not led by their flesh. They're led by what the that what mission that God has given them. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that's only going to create better relationships because men have resolve, men have self-control, and men understand, like, this is not worth it. Like, I know it's, it's, it's sinning against my own body. And you know, like, the 30-day the challenge that we've been going through, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we learn so much of just the bad habits that you create, Man. you know, how it affects the brain, yep. that it's like we created pathways in our brain, say, hey, you're feeling down, you're feeling lonely, go let watch go, porn. Yeah, yeah go, go watch pornography. You're let feeling me, down, let lonely, me go. Go, go smash something real quick. <laughs> let me know? go touch her real quick. Exactly. And it's like you created these things that that it, now you're involving other women into into practices of sin with you. Yep. And that, you know, that's that's that go down even more the rabbit hole and and that's only going to create more stress in your life and your relationships. And man, even like you said, like God gives men responsibility. Mm. He God God gives men responsibility because ain't nothing like when you feel in that conviction and of leading a woman, mm. right? So where it's like, man, if I I don't want to lead her to mess up. When you start feeling that, you start acting out of that spirit of like. I don't want to cause her to sin, mm. right? Like how how can I, how I'm gonna lead her today? Yeah, am I gonna cause her to sin, or are we gonna are we gonna iron sharpen iron out here? You know what I'm saying? We gonna elevate each other out here. Yeah, and, and when because when you mess up as a godly man, and you cause somebody else to sin, oh, you feel the weight of that. Facts that you feel the weight of that conviction. You feel the weight of like, <sighs> man. I missed this opportunity to give God the glory. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and best believe, you know, I'm always a, a, a just uh, upfront about everything. Just like it's a, it's a war in your mind. Yeah. It's a war in your mind, man, that you're going to have to fight every day. Facts. It ain't for the faint of heart. No, <laughs> it's not easy. And I think what, what the biblical life and what the biblical standard is calling us to do, it's not an easy life, but it's the most rewarding. Yes. Um, 
just because we know that we're 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 giving our life up to something that's bigger than ourselves and we are you know being transformed and being you know these these things that we feel like we couldn't have beat these demons that we feel like we've been controlling our entire lives and that brings me to to the next point you have to as men you have to create or have a community of brothers that's going to hold you accountable to certain standards and you also need to have self-awareness in yourself and be honest of what you need to uh improve of i, I see a lot of men um hang out hang out with you know the wrong crowds the wrong circles yeah. um and that's not really trying to elevate them call them out on things that they know they need to get called out on and they kind of just enabling the behavior and it's like that's not helping you to get to where you need to be in your life but also i see men like literally making up excuses or reasonings or justifications for staying in the same place yeah for for literally just like like not only staying in the same place just like career-wise but staying in the same place spiritual mm. staying in the same place physically like just like well working out is too hard or you know my body's different or i'm too busy it's like all these yeah. other random excuses where it's like now you need to be honest with yourself but also your friends around you yeah. need to hold you accountable and call you out on that to push you to be better it ain't nothing like taking a good hard look in the mirror at yourself mm. it ain't nothing like man when you got look in that mirror and you gotta, man. Is this the type of man I want to be for the rest of my life? When you got, when you look in that mirror, and you don't like what you see, it's rough, and it, and it feels rough. And when you don't have a group of people around you to like, man, to just tell you the truth, like, man, if if your friends can't be honest with you, they ain't your friends. Facts. Like, if they can't tell you, if they, if you, you can't sit there and, and take the truth from them or be able to tell them the truth y'all not friends that's facts you know at the end of the day being your friend ain't you i'm always gonna pat you on the back and or give you or tell you what you want to hear now nah, like I, that's not me loving you facts you know what i'm saying like that's not me loving you as your friend like you know at the end of the day man if i'm your real friend i'm gonna tell you the truth i'm gonna tell you what it is i'm gonna tell you man hey i, I understand what you're saying but you could have done better here you know what i'm saying like man, you had to do that girl like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you knew what you wanted, and and, tr and as a man, my friends have told me some. Y'all, you, Sam, Nick, man, have told me some hard truths. <laughs> At the end of the day, you told me some hard truths, but Likewise, it, was all, it was all it was all for my betterment, though. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's all for your betterment, and it's like man, that's I always say it all the time. You know, I'm I'm, I'm so grateful for the friends I got. I'm so grateful for y'all because. At the end of the day, you know, we lift each other up. Yeah. And like you said, too many people lack that. Because you you, you it's such a it's such an important you your the people who hold you accountable, you know, spiritually, physically, mentally, you know what I mean? It, it, it's so important. It's so important to you, your success in, in so many different ways. Absolutely. And and I think, you know, we 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 have to do better as men to do that because it's important and i think we're not meant to do it alone and 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 for us to get better and get to the level where we need to get to it we need brothers to hold us accountable and also be by our sides but i know there's men that you know they they want to have fun or they want 
they don't want to call others out because they don't want to be called out. Yeah. Or they, they don't want to call others out because or they because they still want to do X, Y, and Z and they, they really don't want to change. Or they feel like they're not qualified or adequate enough to call people out or, or to hold other people accountable. But I think that, you know, you want to see if you want to see lasting change in your life, it's got you yeah. have to look at what people are around you. And 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 if you know you want where you want to be, then you gotta find that community and friends that's going to help you get there. And I, I remember saying this on the podcast, and even to a lot of people, even put it on my Instagram. It's like, bro, if you don't like accountability, don't be around me oh, because yeah. like it's like it's not a loving act. I'm not your friend, and I'm allowing you to stay the same, yeah. allow you to you know continue make the same mistakes, allow you to actively continue to. You know, do women wrong if you're doing that. Yeah. You know, it's like what what are we doing out here? You know what I mean? Like yeah. like especially as as we get older, it's like, bro, we we know what we're doing. Mm. We know like we know the mistakes we made. We know what to do and we're not doing it and like we're in our thirties. If we don't do it now, are we ever gonna do it? And it's like now we're creating habits and patterns that's gonna you know, go into our marriages, go into forties. And then as the older we get, the more money we get, the more status that we get, the more responsibility we get, the greater the consequences are because eventually everything's going to come to the light and oh, things man. are going to come crashing <laughs> down. And it's like, I'm not going to sit here and witness that and just allow that to happen. Oh, yeah. Unless that, unless yeah. you just ignore me and, you know, but it's like, until then, you probably have to fight me first before I let it happen still. Oh, and, and even then, it still hit a wall. Yeah. Anything that's done in the dark will come to the light all Absolutely. the time. It, it never fails. And understand this, if you feel like you've been getting away with something for a long time, just know it's building up. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Just know, it's just, just understand it's just a build up. So the explosion is just going to be bigger. Absolutely. And, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I think, and, and this also comes down to personal responsibility too. It's like, if you know you're doing wrong and your friends are enabling you or not calling you out on it, then you have you you have to know something's ain't something ain't up. Something ain't right. They might they might really be trying to take advantage of you. They may be hating um, on you. They may yeah. want to see you stay at this level because they are they are afraid or fearful of what your potential could or be. Or it makes them feel better about themselves. There you go. Cause some people, you know, they, they wanna feel good about themselves. So they like Man, like, oh, you doing bad? I'm all right, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, See yeah, this yeah. new car I got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you still driving that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it, it, it gives them an ego boost, right? And you got to, again, it's just about a matter of asking yourself, like, if you want to be married, right? If you want to uh, have a, a wife and kids, if you want to have, uh, you know, that better job or office position, right? man, what can I do today to better myself for tomorrow? And even better still, man, is this the kind of man of God I want to be? And that brings me to my last point, man. I think I think every young man or any man listening has to get in a real personal relationship with God. Have to. Have to. It's and a I, must. It, it's a must. And it's, it's something where... I'm grateful for the 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 experience and the trials and the things that I went through because it still led me to God and back to Christ. But it's like if I look back and just like man, if I really took my faith as serious as I do today, 
I know I'll be, you know, I know I've been way further than I am with, with not only with God, but just in life in general, uh, because like I'll be so much more happier and joyful because I know I'll be leaning on him more versus yeah. this world. And it's like, man, like I, I missed out on so much community, so much, uh, just so much content, you know, so much, uh, you know, so many sermons, so many experience of actually just, you know, giving my life away and, 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 you know, even being discipled, you know, I missed out on so much, um, where it's like, man, like, if I could have really taken this seriously, yeah. you know, in my mid twenties, you know, I think I could avoid a lot of the heartache, a lot of, you know, the, the trials that I went through. Um, but I'm just grateful and, and, and thankful that it still led me back to him. But I think that we never know when God's going to call us home yeah. and we, we, we never know um, the consequences of our sins. I believe that you and I were very, very lucky. Oh yeah. Extremely lucky. Like, like, and, and, and we, cause we're very undeserving of the grace. Number one, very. but <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but it's like, like for, for, for the, the stuff that, you know, we were doing, decide to do, and for God to show that grace and mercy for us and forgiveness when he really didn't have to, um, I, I, I'm just, just astonished of the, the, how God still protected me, even though I was rebelling against him. Yeah, man. And even better still for those out, men out there, yo, that are in the fight, know this, whatever you've done, God, man, he's so amazing. Paul, Paul got it right. He just said, you know, I rejoice further in my weaknesses. Mm. Because when I am weak, I am strong. You know, but just just acknowledging that God is where I get my strength. Yeah. And knowing that God can work through any story. Yes. And, you know, and turn it around for his good. Yes. And knowing that whatever you've been through, whatever you've gone through and in your journey, that there's nothing that can turn you away from Christ. Oof. Nothing. There's nothing you can do. Paul used to kill Christians. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Facts. He was persecuting the church. He was persecuting the church. David. He said he a, was the chief of all sinners. All sinners, man. Yeah. David was an adulterer and a murderer. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah, called yeah. one of God's most beloved. Yeah. So understand this: that whatever that whatever story you at, that's your story, and know that there's someone else out there. When you get at a certain point of your journey, that God's going to ask you to tell your story to them so they can be encouraged in Christ. To know that they will never be forgotten, left, or behind, or forsaken. <laughs> so, you know, just keep going. Yeah, it, it, it's tough. It's hard. And, and it definitely has its days where it wears on you. And then that's when you just go, you know, into your prayer. Mm. And you know you go to you go ask God for that strength, and that's just to rem just know that it's simply a reminder to humble you, so you know that God, I need you, mm. Mm. and right, and that's where your salvation is, because it it was by faith and grace alone mm -hmm. that I've been saved. Amen. And I think for for men that want to dig deeper into that, man, you got to get in your Bible, you got to read your Bible, you got to get in the Word, you got to go to the source. Um, Cause that that's what really turned us around was was the word of God, um, and not only that through prayer and through church, through community, through fellowship, and through accountability. Like all those things um, must be living and active and in your life yeah. um, for for God to really you know show up. Because 
like you have to be able to like like you said earlier like your faith has to produce works and it's not you're working your way to god but your your faith in god by actually applying those principles into your life will produce good works because god will use you because like you said of your experiences those trials that you went through those hardships that you went through um, those are now testimonies and yeah. ministries that you can help out other people that are going through that as well. Yes. And I think that um, this world is going to lead us into brokenness. The mm. world will lead us into death. The world will lead us away from God and ultimately, you know, into isolation, depression, you know, and, and all of the wrong things, um, all of the above, you know. And I think if we can make a 180, repent for our sins, and turn our focus onto God, you know, God is is here. He came to fully satisfy, um, and everything else is a broken cistern that cannot hold water. Amen. And I think that's Amen. something. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's Amen. something, bro. Like that. That's think that's something that like I want these men to really understand. And 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 that was, you know, that was the biggest mistake. You know, oh, th- yeah. that was the biggest like. Like, man, like that's something where where all the stuff started to kind of crumble and start to fall apart. It started with, you know, me thinking I can do things on my own and just kind of falling and being the king of my own life versus allowing God to be the king of my life. Man, 100%. Every time I try to gain control or to have the control over my life, man. <laughs> we'll talk about a car crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, I tried it my way, and it led me to broken, broken. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt. Let me tell you something. It hurt yeah, real I bad. Know. Yeah, that's why, yeah. Uh, bro. That's why I had to go to the gym and and, and push through the pain because yeah, bro, yeah. I was hurt. I was it hurt. hurt. Yeah. yeah, man. Like, yeah. man, it ain't, psh, man. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, man, it's like you know, I gotta loosen. You got, I gotta loosen that grip and give yeah. the control over to God. Because at the end of the day, this in life, there's things. 100% out of our control. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There's things 100% that I have no control over, right? And I, God, in all his wisdom and knowledge, somehow he knew he gave us the free will to, to, to for us to make the choice each and every day to choose him. Amen. Amen, bro. Man, you know, I'm, I I know it's late. It's a very late night, so we can we can end it off here. Um, I appreciate you joining me, man, uh, man in this time. conversation. Uh-huh. Been fun. Uh, any last uh, words for for the people that's listening? Man, I I can't stress this enough. Uh, you said it earlier. Man, pick up your Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pick up your Bible, man. Even if it's just you reading a, a paragraph. <laughs> mm. uh, you know a paragraph a week or whatever a paragraph a month um notice the change and if you got questions man do the research it's out there because you ain't the first person yeah uh at the end of the day the best decision as far as like the, what i've learned out of the the past six years is giving my life over to christ has made the biggest change in my life for me to grow mm. as a man um in every shape form and way man bro i i have uh i have nothing to add to that you know if 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 there's any men that want to continue a conversation about any of the things that we talked about you all know you all can hit me up email me dm me um you know figure out a way to contact me um because i've been there before and i know some of you all are going through things that seems impossible to get out of seems like there's no answer seem like god is not there 
but I promise you that God is there and this too shall pass. And I think that whatever that we're going through, God is, is using you um, to really help others out in that very same area and situation. And he is more than powerful enough to overcome anything that you're going through in your life. So without further ado, my name is Chris, the star of the show, and I am joined by Khalil. And we are the roommates, and thank you all for watching. We'll see you all next week. Bye.